0: Hello, hello! Welcome back to another episode of Bored and Abroad. This episode is a little different because I'm being interviewed this time. It's all about how I got started on this content creator journey. So many tips, tricks, and everything else. I'm really excited for you guys to view this episode. Thank you so much, Elaine, for having me on your live, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hi!
1: Hi! There we go. How are you? Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on my live today. I would love to just start with telling the audience who you are, a little bit about yourself.
0: (laughs) Well, I am a full-time content creator and I help others learn how to monetize their Instagram and make money taking photos for brands and yeah, doing what they love pretty much, whether it's know, fashion, traveling, um, the fitness industry, whatever your passion is, I think it's so cool that we can use Instagram to kind of bring that out and one, help others to do what you love and just, yeah, create the life of your dreams. So that's what I do.
1: (laughs) That is incredible. And how did you, how did you start? And I'm guessing you're doing this full time.
0: Yeah, so I've been doing this full time for about a year and a half now. Um, I quit my job back in January of 2019, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So anyways, yeah, I've been doing this full time for about a year and a half. And then my husband actually was able to quit his job as well last September. So he's been helping me a lot. Um, Before COVID, we were full time. Uh, We live in an RV right now, so... (laughs) Um, yeah, we were just doing that. And then how I how I kind of got started was um, I was working as a vet assistant and this was like my dream job, right? Like I was really excited when I got this job. I wanted to finish school to become a um, vet tech, a veterinary technician. And that was like what I was going to do with my life. So when i got in this job i quickly found that i was completely miserable in like the hospital environment and it wasn't even like i did really enjoy the job itself um i enjoyed working with animals i love animals so much i enjoyed all of that stuff but it was the environment that i was in um the doctors really did not appreciate us, us at all or any of the work and we they often like blamed us for things Um, And it it was just a very, very toxic environment. And, um, yeah, so I have always loved photography. And I had known about, like, being an influencer. I knew that people were, like, making money by doing this on Instagram. Um, So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to quit, and I'm going to go all in. And it was very, very, very scary. I feel like I'm really downplaying um, how just – terrifying this was um but yeah we've been able to make it work and it's going really well and I absolutely love what I do and I love being help- able to help others do that as well. <laughs> oh, that
1: is incredible so I would love to learn a little bit about like what was your experience like
0: when you landed
1: your first influencing brand or if you can share us like what what that what that was if it was
0: yeah, I was honestly really shocked when I got my first um, paid collaboration because I only had 3,000 followers at the time and this was like, yeah, like over a year and a half ago. And I remember like when I was doing all of my research and everything, um, everything I read was you at least need 10,000 followers in order to make any sort of money Um At all. And yeah, being at 3000 followers, when I got my first paid collaboration, I was just like, really, like, overwhelmed with joy. And I was like, I can do this, like, I can do this. Um, So yeah, I just started pitching to more and more brands and reaching out. And, and at this point, I had quit my job by then. So I just spent all day like researching, pitching, um, uh, critiquing things that like obviously when I first started out I was getting a lot of no's I was getting turned down so much I was getting left on read by so many people so I really took those and kind of fine-tuned everything into now I know if I pitch to a brand there's a good chance I'm gonna at least talk to them and and work with them that's
1: incredible are you able
0: to share
1: like what the what kind of like the journey is from like landing a paid collaboration like in terms
0: of how it looks like, like a, a generalized overview? Yeah, do you want me to like the process of me like pitching what I do and then the, the whole collaboration? Yeah.
1: yeah, and like what do you look for in terms of collaborating with brands? Like I'm sure, you know, it has to be something that fits and aligns with what your, what your personal brand is and your page.
0: Yeah, absolutely, so I feel like I, Have Something like I've been saying recently is that like pitching to brands is like cooking from a recipe because you really need to have all the ingredients in order for it to like work out how it's supposed to work and, you know, do what it's supposed to do. So the first thing that I think is really, really important is is like having a really good connection with your audience and building that up. And I'm not talking about, you know, doing like engagement groups, things that like, your engagement, um, but I'm talking about making genuine connections with people and, um, yeah, showing up for your audience and, and bringing value to them and just, yeah, having a really good connection with them. I feel like that's, like, the number one important thing when you're working with brands. And then, obviously, too, it is very, very important to work with brands that do align with your audience. So, having your niche um, and really fine-tuning your niche and posting content relevant to that niche, having a niche to community um, that's really going to help when you're reaching out to brands as well because brands are trying to reach a specific target audience when they launch their products whatever it may be they have their target audience they know who it is already so if you can pitch to them and let them know like hey my audience matches your demographics of what you're looking for um, then that's really really going to help So that, and then I think establishing a connection with the brand before pitching, especially for small creators is really going to help. I've talked to bigger creators and they say that they don't really like follow the brands and stuff before um, they like do the collaboration. But in my experience, it really helps when you do establish that connection with the brand. So like follow them, if you have their products already, if there's a brand that post about them like don't be afraid to like show up on your stories and tag them if you're wearing one of their shirts and like your photo or whatever just tag them you don't have to like go all out and do a whole post about them but just like those little things really do help a lot um and then yeah so after doing these things then I find these brands and I'll send my pitch and within the pitch I feel really important to point out what makes working with you different from working with somebody else. And I think that's really going to help instead of just sending like a copy and paste like message to the same, like different brands over and over. Um, It comes off as really disingenuine and a lot of brands can tell when you do that. So really speaking to them. Um, I always go and I read their mission statement on their website. I include that in there. I say, like, I really resonate with your mission, too. Rah, 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 Um So, yeah, doing those, speaking to the brand, pointing out what, you know, what value you can bring to them is really going to help be successful in your pitch. And then, yeah, going, doing the actual collaboration. Um, there's a few different things that I offer. So I'm also a photographer. So I do a lot of content creation for brands outside of just, like, Sponsored post. Um, yes. So that's something that I do more so like behind the scenes and everything. And then if you do do like a sponsored post, then it's really good. Again, that whole like having a connection with your audience because if you can get your audience to actually convert for this brand and actually buy their products and and go to their page and stuff like that, that there that brand's testimonial from you. Um, that's really really gonna help when you're pitching to other brands and, and you have that of a brand that says, yes, like what she does really helped us. You know, she got us X many followers or we saw an increase in revenue or whatever, um, stuff like that. Like that is really going to help you um, farther down the road when you pitch to more and more brands. So
1: yeah. <laughs> wow. That is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. And so- <laughs> So in terms of like your your guidelines and what you what you look for have you like do you have like, a, a challenging experience like or anything that you want to share in terms of your your journey of working with brands in the
0: last year and a half um i would say i i do want to share one experience that i had recently um and it was I was actually really nervous for this collaboration because I feel like most of the brands I pitched to, I have just found on Instagram. I didn't really know the brand fully. Um, Maybe I like tried out their products before or whatever, but this brand in particular, I have like loved for such a long time. I, it's a snack brand. They make, um, uh, sweet potato like puffs they're really healthy and they're really delicious um so i was like really nervous because i've been buying them forever and i was like you know what i just want to try to get a collaboration with them um so i did what i just you know told you i on my story i was like yeah i'm bringing my spudsy chips with me they're so good um just like a little shout out and then i did that twice and then after that i pitched to them and I didn't hear back from them for a week. And so I followed up. I always follow up five times with a brand before I give up. <laughs> no way. Five times. Do you do you ever call them? No, I've never called them. That's a, kind of a good idea, though. But That's, that's what I
1: do when, when, like, the hotels don't respond to me i actually call them I'm like hey did you ever get my follow-up oh sorry did you ever get my email i'll just say like i'll like say i'll i'll kind of like start with the call with like like are you like because usually it's the front desk or someone you know that's working at the front desk picking up and i'm like hey like who who looks after the you know the email of info at hotel And they'll be like oh it's the manager and then i'll be like oh can i talk to your manager and then i'll like talk to them and try to like see if they're interested in like hosting us so that's what i do but follow-up calls really do help because i do land um i do land like collaborations through follow-up calls so yeah
0: i thought of that so that's like yeah really cool i'm excited that you (laughs) um but yeah, I always follow up five times. I feel like that's my magic number. There's been like multiple brands where, where they finally got back to me on the fifth follow-up and they wanted to work with me. Um, but yeah, I feel like going past five is a little like obnoxious. <laughs> um, so anyways, I I did on the fifth follow-up. I still hadn't heard back from them. And I was like, well, shoot, like I'm probably not going to get this one. Whatever. At least I tried um but i did finally hear back from them um after the fifth follow-up it's the magic number (laughs) and um and they got back to me saying that they wanted to gift me some of their products so i was like oh great you know i usually if a brand just wants to gift me products i usually don't i uh take the offer because this full time, I can't afford to just work for gifted products, but I really, really love this brand. So you know, I was like, I tried my best to explain to them like everything that goes behind the scenes. I offered them like photos, additional photos, and everything. And I was at the end, I was like, I would still love to work with you regardless of what you decide. Um, I really do love your brand, and I would be honored to, um, you know, support you guys. And so they got back to me offering a paid collaboration for more than I. Or in the first place and I was just like blown away like that was like one of the coolest experiences I have had like working with the brand
1: <laughs> that is incredible yeah <laughs> wow wow so tell us the audience in terms of being an influencer what has been like some of your biggest challenges
0: I would say one getting past the fear of judgment from others because when I first started kind of like taking my Instagram more seriously, when I started, you know, doing the whole like hashtag thing and um, writing out captions instead of just sharing like random photos. um, I had some friends who told me that I lived for the gram. I lived for likes um, that I was like obsessed with social media thing, which was, is like so far from the truth um, because I love, being able to one, share my photography, I've always loved photography. So being able to like share that with other people is incredible to me. And then also like inspiring other people is something that I love most about this job. So anyways, yeah, I think just getting past that and and taking that first step into actually like taking this seriously and kind of like, you know, shrugging them off my shoulder you know being judgmental and everything that was like really hard in the beginning and even too i feel like influencers and i i say like influencers because i feel like i'm not like an influencer but like what? I am.
1: <laughs> what is the difference between influencer and content creator
0: i feel like it really is no difference but i feel like content creator is like a more accurate description of like what i do um instead of just like influencing people i don't know but like yeah influencers are like at the butt of every like mi- millennial joke and i feel like a lot of people think that influencers are entitled and self-centered and everything mm-hmm. I feel like yeah having to like kind of crush those limiting beliefs and just say like this is my life i you know want to live it for me there's a reason that i like have felt cold to doing this you know sharing my story with others and everything and if I'm able to help someone in their life whether it's big or small like that makes it worth it to me so
1: yeah <laughs> yes amazing amazing and so you have some pretty big visions and goals coming up
0: yeah so I have recently working on um, a four book series I this book, this series is because, um, like, when I first started out, and I first started doing like Instagram probably around three years ago, like taking it seriously. But when I first started out, I was so lost. I had no idea what to do. It's taken me years, like, literal yeah. years to get to where today. And yeah, the reason I wanted to start this series is to just help others kind of get a fast track on on creating the, their dream life. Um, so the series includes Insta Growth Secrets, which teaches you how to grow an engaged audience, which, again, I feel like is, like, one of the most important things when it comes to being a creator or even just running your own business on Instagram in general, you know, yeah. with others. That's what, sells. that's what, you know, people get that they trust you and trust whatever it is you're promoting. So that's what that book is. And then, My next book, which I just finished, is Insta collab secrets, which just goes over everything you need to know and landing collaborations, um, making money from Instagram, stuff like that. And then the next book that I'm working on is Insta content secrets. So it's kind of like a guide to photography and content writing, you know, really engaging captions and drawing inspiration from within yourself to write you know, things out, because I know that's something a lot of people struggle with is just being like open and real and and sharing their life on Instagram and stuff. So that's all about content, creating really good content. And then the last book is Insta Income Secrets, um, because I do feel like if you run your own business, it's really important to have full streams of income so that you know, if something isn't going the best that month, you're not just relying on that one thing to make you income, but you have all these other sources of income coming in. So it's not it's yeah, just more security for yourself and everything. So Insta income secrets is all about the different ways you can make money through Instagram. And yeah, just a content creator in general.
1: It's <laughs> <That's> incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so are you able to share like, maybe like one tip or one strategy from (laughs) one of your or like or with Instagram right now at the moment just with I've heard the algorithm has been changing and since Reels has has kind of overtaken the IGTV and I've noticed there has been a huge drop in terms of the engagement on our post I don't know if you noticed that as well Maybe you can share some sort of
0: insight you've found throughout the last couple weeks. Yeah. So I've been talking to so many people about this as well. Cause obviously, yeah, I think so many people since the update have been seeing a huge drop in reach and engagement. And honestly, and we do have a whole section on reels in the Insta um, growth guide. There's a whole section on reels because When Instagram comes out with a new feature like that, even if it's like a new feature on their stories or anything, if you use that new feature, especially in the first like week or two that they um, announce it or implement or whatever, like your reach is really, really going to increase. And I've noticed that the people who did start posting reels right away, their reach hasn't really gone down that much. And it's the same experience for me, like where my reach really hasn't changed much at all like it's still doing really well and i think too um instagram their algorithm is every time they update it it's more and more for them to monetize the app right because they're a business within themselves they have to make money they have to pay their employees and the way they make money is by keeping people on the app right and instagram itself they don't keep people on the app it's us it's the creators it's everyone who has an account who keeps people on Instagram. So they're reward accounts who continually post on stories, who go live like this, who, um, post to IGTV, who utilize all their features, um, and are really just a presence on social media and a presence that people engage with who actually do have, again, there's that connection thing. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, the, the algorithm is really, really focusing more and more towards just like genuine connections with people. And I feel like <clears throat> like today, for example, my post did really, really well. And I think that's because I posted and then right away I posted on my stories. I was engaging with other accounts. And I think that is what really, really helps um, as well as like res- responding to all your DMs, stuff like that. Being active on the app, being a presence on here, and encouraging others to be on here as well, I think is really what Instagram is, like, kind of rewarding, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I think the number one thing you can do is just engage with other accounts. Um, yes. get Yeah, get your account in front of more and more eyes, engage with new accounts who are, like, within your niche, who would be interested in following you, and then, um, yeah – content yourself and giving people a reason to follow you when they land on your account
1: that's true yeah that's very very true do you like like in terms of like the metrics do you believe that it's important to have lots and lots of followers or having a 10k
0: following account or no i feel like I think it's so funny because I feel like this is something that so many people get stuck on and they they stress themselves out even just worrying about follower count. And like, oh my gosh, like I'm not growing right now and all this stuff. But you do not, the, the more followers, followers you have does not mean the more income you make or the more whatever. that is has nothing to do with it. Um, and yeah, I just feel like, People should really be focused on creating connections with others. And then those connections, like those legitimate connections you have with people, people are going to share your profile. People are going to interact with you, which is going to help increase your engagement, which will increase your reach and everything. So, like, focusing within your own community instead of worrying about, oh, my gosh, like, I need all these followers. I need all these people to be, like, following me and stuff. Um, I feel like, I don't know, it's so silly to me I guess yes um, I've had accounts come you know reach out to me who have 20,000 30,000 followers and like oh my gosh how do I how do you land these collaborations like I I don't know how to land anything and it's like it really like you can have 50,000 followers but if you don't know how to you know reach out to a brand and pitch them in a way that speaks to them and showcases your value you're probably not going to be making a whole lot of money <laughs>
1: Yes. I I can't agree more. That's amazing. Do you have any questions for me? Um, I wish I should
0: have like thought about this beforehand. (laughs) I don't think so. No. (laughs)
1: Yeah, no worries. No worries at all. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's an amazing thing that you're, you're doing right now, doing it, full-time content creator and launching all of your e-guides ebooks in the in the upcoming um, uh, on your website and on your Instagram page are you currently active on other or do you have other platforms as well or is Instagram your main account
0: so I have like a TikTok but I don't like we used to post on it we actually had, like, pretty a good following, but I just have not been active on TikTok in so long. Um, and then I started a YouTube channel as well, but also not active. It's mainly Instagram that um, is my main channel.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think the biggest thing with Instagram is that we're not very searchable. It's hard for people to find us sometimes. That's why I always like to have other platforms with links gearing towards the Instagram page. But... It's a lot of work, because you got to think about, okay, I need to stay consistent on all the other platforms as well. So, like, I was going to ask you, like, how you stay consistent, but
0: (laughs) never mind. I, before, like, I started on these guides and everything, um, I was trying to stay more consistent on Pinterest. I feel like is a really, really good one, Um, especially if you have a blog. Pinterest is such a good way to bring traffic to your blog. And Pinterest organic reach is just incredible. Um, it's really, really easy to gain views and, and a following on Pinterest. Um, so that, and then I think TikTok is another really good one because again, their organic reach on TikTok is incredible. Um, but yeah, so before I started working on these guides because it's taking up so much of my time, um, I don't really like have time for anything other than Instagram and working on the guides, but. Um, before that, I feel like my best advice for staying consistent is just, like, actually writing out your schedule and making a set schedule. And each day have, like, all right, I need to do this and this and this today. Next day, all right, I need to do this. I need to, like, write my blog today, whatever. Um, and... Oh, lost you. <laughs> um, anyways, and, yeah, like... Writing things out has helped me tremendously. I even got a like big whiteboard, which I've shown in my stories. I talk about all the time because um, I used to try to keep a journal, but then you have to like open the journal, and it's not just like right in front of you. And I, if I wasn't, if it wasn't open in my face, I wasn't looking at it. Um, so having a whiteboard and actually like having it somewhere that I can look at periodically throughout the day, and it's not just closed or put away. Um, has really, really helped me so much in staying consistent and getting like all my tasks done for the day.
1: <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I have, I have like a big like sticker, not sticker, um, uh, sticky, like just behind, oh. like behind me during my coaching calls. And I would like write down all the, like the main points where I could just repurpose it and actually talk about it in my stories or put it into content posts. It's like, cause you want to like have engaging content that reaches your ideal audiences to, so to have like that's that's what i do but i i think that's an amazing thing like you know to just kind of like you know I'm to like- be proactive and stay yeah. <laughs> yeah amazing well thank you so much for being on my live today um i honestly had an amazing amazing conversation with you
0: where can people find you
1: and and um, uh, yeah
0: so i have tons and tons of free resources for creators on my website. It's through the lens.com. Um, yeah, and I really I really do like, try to help people as much as I can. I try to get back to everyone's questions, even if you don't purchase any of my guides or anything. Um, I'm always here to, you know, answer questions and everything. And yeah, like I said, I have tons of free resources for creators. I'm trying to get started on my blog and everything. So that's where you can find me as well as my Instagram here with, through the lens.
1: <laughs> oh, we actually got a question. How often do you post on Pinterest?
0: So when I was doing Pinterest, I posted like twice a day of my own um, like blogs and I would just reuse like I would just make a new photo and then just link it to the exact same blog. So it wasn't like I was creating a whole new blog every time. I was just, like, kind of repurposing them and just changing up the photo a little bit. Um, So I did that twice a day, and then I repinned probably 10 to 20 things a day.
1: That's incredible. Did you use a scheduler, like Tailwind?
0: No, I've heard of that, actually, and um, I've heard really great things about Tailwind, but I... Personally, never used it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Oh, amazing!
1: Well, thank you so much again for everything. I'm super, super excited. I cannot wait for your Insta Club um, guide to be available. And um, yeah,
0: I'm super excited. And I'll let you know how
1: it goes too.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Um, live.
1: <laughs> yeah, no worries. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining.